morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so I'm glad to have you along with us today to begin a new series in the Word talking about making decisions. And of course, decisions are really important. Your life is composed of the decisions you make. It's been said that every decision we make is a vote towards becoming the type of person we want to be both now and in eternity. And so the decisions we make are make are they're forming our life, they're forming who we'll become, they're forming what will be of us both in our future on both earth and in eternity. Notice I said the decisions you make. So often it's easy to think that we are the victims of other people's decisions and that I am who I am because of decisions other people make. And we've got to overcome that. Certainly the, the decisions other people make affect us, but how we respond to them and how we act in the midst of how we're treated by others and the decisions of others, we can overcome. In fact, in Romans 12 Verse 21, we're, said, we're told, don't be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. And Scripture is filled with people who were treated badly by others, and yet the decisions they made enabled them to become great, victorious, successful in God's kingdom. I think of Abraham's wife, who she was told to be treated like you're, a, a, um, you're my sister, not my wife. I think of Joseph, who was thrown in the dungeon. I think of David, who was mistreated by Saul. I think of Jesus, who was mistreated by the Pharisees and the Sadducees, the Sanhedrin, and was deserted, mistreated by everybody. But of course, if there's ever an example of someone who's overcome mistreatment and false treatment by others, it would be Jesus Christ, who today reigns in glory. But I want to talk about the importance of making decisions and our decisions. And, and, and I constantly see people, even when I look in the mirror, people who make bad decisions. Why do we do it? Why do we make bad decisions? And how important is it that we, cont- that we make good decisions? I want to begin with a scripture today in Philippians chapter 1, verses 9 and 10. One of Paul's prayers for the people that he was discipling, the people of Philippi, he said this, I pray that your love may abound still more and more in real knowledge and all discernment so that you may approve the things that are excellent in order to be sincere and blameless until the day of Christ. We'll be looking at this verse more later in the week, but for now I want to focus on this one phrase, that you may approve the things that are excellent. One translation says that you might distinguish between the things that differ. This is a really important thing to do. We're called upon to be able to, you can't make good choices if you can't distinguish between which one is good and which one's better. Now, as, as Christians, we, we already know that when it comes to what we should choose, we should not choose bad things. We know that if it comes down to good or bad, we should choose what's good. That's pretty obvious. But sometimes we need to make decisions between what's good and what's better, what's good and what's best. And I would say often we're faced with life decisions where we have three options. We have bad, good, and best, or excellent and we want to be choosing the things that are best and that are excellent. To do that, we want discernment, discernment. 
And discernment is so important. This, this, this word here, where he says that you might choose the things that are excellent or distinguish between the things that differ. It was interesting that this was a term used of jewelers, of jewelers who could distinguish. And so because of that, I thought I would bring down a ring this morning. I don't know if you can see in the in the YouTube if with the lighting and so on, it's, it's very visible. But this nice diamond ring I have here that I just happened to borrow and be able to bring down for this morning's live stream. And it's a beautiful diamond ring. Matter of fact, I, I, I don't know what this would be worth. It'd probably thousands of dollars. That's quite a diamond there. It's a big diamond. And anyone would be proud to wear this, obviously. Imagine if you were given this very ring on your, the night of your engagement. You might be quite excited. You'd call up your, you know, your, your girlfriends. You'd want them to come over. I got engaged today. Oh, really? Let me see the ring. You'd show off your ring. It, you know, it'd be on the, you'd have it on your finger and show it off and everyone would be excited about it. Imagine if after a day or two, you decided, uh, uh, or for some reason, you decide to go down to the jeweler and have it checked out. Maybe it wasn't fit just exactly right, or maybe uh, maybe something on it needed a little uh, a prong needed bent better, or something of this nature. Or maybe you even just out of curiosity were wondering how much your loved one, your knight in shining army, spent on this beautiful large diamond ring. After all, it is kind of a statement of how much he loves you and values you. And you go down to the jewelers and maybe you got a couple of your girlfriends with you and you're kind of excited and you ask him to clean it up or look at it or size it. And then you just out of curiosity ask, hey, um, um, give me a ballpark. What would you say a ring like this is worth? And the jeweler looks at you with a smile on his face and says, honey, I don't know if you realize this, but that's cubic zirconium, it probably cost him 20 bucks. How would you feel? What would be going through your mind? Would you want to kill him? Would you feel you were ripped off? Would you feel you were cheated? What would go through your mind? How would you feel standing there in front of your other girlfriends and they saw that your engagement ring was fake? It wasn't a real diamond, it was a fake diamond. And that's what he bought and gave to you. And it wasn't worth thousands of dollars. It was worth about 20 bucks. Well, that's, this is a cubic zircodium ring. This is a fake diamond ring. And you can wear it. And from a distance, it might look quite valuable. You get up close and examine it. In particular, if you're a jeweler, you'd say, that's fake. It's not worth anything. Throw it away. It's just, it's just for uh, uh, to, to fool somebody. Well, I think Paul is saying here that he doesn't want you and I to be fooled. Brothers and sisters, God wants us to have real knowledge and all discernment so that we might be like a jeweler who can distinguish between what's real and what's fake. We don't want to be spending our, investing our lives and giving our lives to a fake jewelry, to fool's gold. And then, of course, the metaphor, the imagery here is give your life to what's real and what really counts. Discern the difference. Discern the difference. And many of us don't. And many believers, many godly people, they've given their lives to things 
that are that, that the world values, but God doesn't. It's fool's gold. It's a fake jewel. Notice what will happen. When will the time come? Notice Paul writes in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, beginning, beginning with verse 12. He says there's a foundation laid in our lives, and that foundation is good Christ. Excuse me, the foundation is Christ. And we build on that foundation. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, now if any man builds on the foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each man's work will become evident for the day will show it because it is to be revealed with fire. And the fire will test the quality of each man's work. If any man's work which he has built on it remains, he will receive a reward. But if any man's work is burned up, he will suffer loss but he himself will be saved, yet so as through fire. What's he saying here? Our work, the work we do in life, the things we do, what we build, what we give ourselves to in life, it's like building, building something. If we build with gold, silver, precious stones, that'll last through the fire. This fire, of course, is talking about the day of judgment, when the quality of our work is tested, and indeed the decisions, what we built with, the things we chose to give our life to will be tested. If our life is given to building with wood, hay, and straw, we'll go through that fire and suffer loss. And oh my goodness, what a feeling that would be. You think it's a bad feeling to stand there and realize you, you were given a fake ring for your engagement. Imagine if you saw everything you had ever had burned down. Years ago when we lived in San Diego, we, we, we'd moved out, but on our street where we lived, a fire came through a couple years later, burned down a lot of houses. We had friends who lost their house. It was devastating. It was devastating. The, the memories they had in there, and even with insurance, it was still devastating. Imagine making decisions that when we stand before Christ and it passes, shall we say, through the fire, it's worthless. It's burnt up. It means nothing in eternity. And we say, wait a minute, that was my life's work. That's what I gave myself to and had no significance, no value. As opposed to on that day, the quality of our work is tested. Brothers, some of us are building churches and we're building it on a false foundation. We got a good foundation. We're building with false ideas and false things. We're not really building disciples. We're not making men and women of God. And all that's left is wood, hay, and straw. And even on the day of judgment, all that work, what will have come from it? My friends, God says to us, make good decisions. Make decisions that will, that will be valuable and excellent and the best now and in eternity. Our work will be tested our decisions have consequences. Our choices have consequences. We can, we can make choices that will mean significant benefit, success, reward, both now and in eternity, and we can make decisions that mean nothing. It's all lost. We'll be saved. You may be saved, but what you gave your life to is gone. We're going to be talking this week about making good decisions and how to make sure that we're building with gold, silver, and precious stone. Make sure that we're not fooled into buying the fool's gold or the fake jewel and investing our lives and resources in that which doesn't really count for eternity. Father in heaven, thank you for your word. 
We thank you for the opportunity to make choices and decisions with our lives that will make a difference both now and in eternity. We confess, Lord, that we can be naive. We can be fooled. We can buy the the fake diamond. We can save up all our money and buy the fool's gold. We can build with on the foundation of Christ with with stuff that would won't last for eternity. Oh, give us discernment. Lord, I pray none of us would choose what is bad, but I also pray none of us would choose in life what is good when you want us to be excellent. Help us to make choices that will bring us the very, very best. Help us to discern what is best. We pray, and we pray this for this very day, that we be making good decisions. And this week, as we learn about decision-making, Give us wisdom and discernment, we ask. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Okay, folks, hey, you know, the Word of God's powerful, and it's true. And today's message really is a message of opportunity and warning. That's what Paul was warning here. On Philippians, the opportunity to make good decisions, not be fooled. The warning in 1 Corinthians that some people weren't careful how they built. And what they built, what they gave their life to on this earth, didn't last for eternity. God wants you and I to be wealthy, rich in eternity. He wants us to have rewards that will last forever and ever and ever. And that's what I pray for you and for me. So glad you're with us. If you're here with us today for the first time, welcome. I hope you will subscribe to our channel, join our community, be here regularly, like the like the video, leave a comment below, introduce yourself to us. I always like to know who's here. And if you're here regularly, you know I love you. So glad to have the privilege of, of teaching God's Word, sowing the, the seed of God's Word on the good soil of your life. I know it's making a difference. God bless you. You have a great day, and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.